0: I? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. uh oh uh, This shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. This shit is trump T R U M P A N A N A S. What?
1: I don't know. I don't even know.
0: Hey, everybody! Welcome to Dumb Gay Pandemic Politics. I'm Julie and I'm Brandy and this is the podcast
2: where we talk about the week in coronavirus politics like we're talking about reality TV and this week meow meow yes Johnson and Johnson dropped it like it's hot with that new basic bitch (laughs) vaccine we didn't even need to hear that it's the least invasive the most like the flu shot it's not fragile and doesn't need to be refrigerated and you only need one shot. They had us at Johnson and (laughs) Johnsinger.
0: I'm going to get my baby powder and I'm going to put it in my spots and then I'm going to get my Johnson's and Johnson's vaccine. I mean, of course we want the vaccine made by the classic American company
2: that used to manufacture cocaine and opium. For medicinal use. Yes. Classic American company started by the classic American dynasty, the fucked up drug addicted (laughs) Johnson family. It's perfect for us. It's as if they all got together and said, how can we get those two drunk deadbeats in Burbank to get the vaccine? Those good-for-nothing rotted holes. (laughs) The slacker, (laughs) moocher, losers. Good one. Go to the lazy layabout mooch faces. (laughs) (laughs) And that's exactly how we're going to... Like, oh, don't mind if we do. Don't mind if we do. Now, I only wish that I had in my vintage antique apothecary dark jar collection. Yeah of hashish, opium, Ugh. cocaine, of all the... Apoth- the Johnson & Johnson jars, mm-hmm. they don't really match the vibes, guys, I'm going mm, for. No I always went for more of like a French, and mm-hmm. then some of them are like like a, just a 60s, just Americana apothecary jar. Mm-hmm. But the Johnson & Johnson are very British. Mm-hmm. They're glass, and the cocaine was like for eyes, Oh, really? It was like liquid cocaine they would put into your eyes. So those oh, those don't match the gosh. vibes I'm going for. But I bet you now, if anyone has them or if they're still selling them on eBay, they have skyrocketed Damn. in value. Oh, Just right. skyrocketed. Just throw your vaccine liquid in it. So we haven't gotten the vaccine. It's only just gone out this week. But mm-hmm. that is in case anyone was wondering. And we can hear people from all around saying... 14 people yelling we didn't we weren't we didn't care actually when and how and if you were all both going to do it but if and when we are forced to Uh as we all will be if we want to travel to Mm -hmm. work etc we will be doing the johnson and johnson yes that's correct anyway we got a valentine's gift from fort worth from our erotic third Devin verona now it's just not valentine's day without a gift from your erotic third i mean that should be a card Oh, my God. It should be a Hallmark card. That
0: is a Hallmark card. It is just not Valentine's Day without a gift from your erotic third. Yeah. Love your erotic She's third. She's
2: such an angel, Devin. She's had a really challenging start to 2021. Uh, above and beyond on top of the Crunchwrap fucking right. uh-huh. siege. Mm-hmm. She lost her dad mm-hmm. while doing an intensive retreat with her daughter. God. And then the power went out in fucking uh. Texas. And she still remembered my birthday and got us a Valentine's Day gift.
0: I mean, who's the... I don't know anyone is thoughtful.
2: I mean, she sent us a piece of art and then a frame from China's on to frame it. Because God knows, (laughs) Devin, and you do, that we'd be like, oh, we don't have a frame for this. (laughs)
0: Uh, She says, Gers, happy Valentine's Day. I think this might pair nicely with the drug den. Love, love, love y'all. XOXO. And you're right. It does
2: pair nicely with the drug den. It's basically art of the word fuck all different much. stylings yep. of the word fuck correct my cussing has been and i have to apologize formally to phil elegante <laughs> and dr guacamole <laughs> goldman um phyllis i don't know i apologize it's you know and, and cussing it is it's the vocabulary <laughs> of dumb people and i'm only getting dumber <laughs> as the days go by you can't grasp words out of, you're just grabbing cuss words out of the sky. You well, know? yeah,
0: because it's the one that's so easy and it's so, it feels so good.
2: Well, thank you, Devin. It's, uh, it's going to, it's uh, going to, it's just obviously it's perfect for the drug den. It is perfect. And I think we got what could possibly be an anonymous gift. Oh. It's a dumpster fire nightlight. That came from Gary Rosansky mm-hmm. at the Toy Chronicle on Emma Street <laughs> in London.
0: I mean, everything about that is like right up my alley. You know what I mean? It, true. It's from 1890 from the Toy Street and the yeah. Chronicle. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what it sounds like. But
2: something tells me that Gary isn't one of our 14 listeners. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It could have been from Gemma, Andione, Liam P., and Rob. Mm-hmm. They're all from the UK. We've got many celebrities. That's true. In the UK. So I don't we're know. huge in the UK. I mean, just the three households. <laughs> they say in the UK,
0: I don't know if you've heard the news. But <laughs> right. They say that on all of the UK, if these particular people were to walk down the street, Spice Girls, Julian Brandy and Simon Cowell, that oh. they wouldn't have enough police. To be
2: I, able to, I like the people to. that you chose. All has-beens, quite frankly. Never, two never-beens and all has-beens. All I that. can think of is Spice Girls for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, thank you, Gary. I don't know. Thank it you, would Gary. Be wonderful to find out that Gary Rosansky from the Toy Chronicle on Emma Street in London. Was a listener. Was one of the four listeners I would love
0: it. Hello, hello. I would love it if Gary from <laughs> Gary, me,
2: Gary, 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 <laughs> Gary. My professional life said a nine. My personal <laughs> life said <at> a two. <laughs> Fucking, we love Gary. We know him. I mean, let me drop <clears throat> that name. <clears throat> we know. Yeah, Gary. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> all Howard on, Stern Bob. references. Oh, Ball, Ball, Come on, Ball. <laughs>
1: well, yeah. anyway, okay. Gary.
2: Thank you, Gary. Thank you, Ball. Um. Ryan Losinger, our favorite sexy serial killer from New York, who sent us the typewritten letter. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Motherfucker finally sent us his picture. It was only a few weeks ago, but the level we yelled at him, he got right on the shit and sent us a picture from Post Snap, which is the best postcard company to use to do your picture postcard we do not get kickbacks from post snap we've tried believe me we've tried they're like can you tell us how many people have ordered we're like no we can't go into your records okay do you have a computer system you can see all the postcards coming to this address now his picture's so cute yeah it's really good it's basically like a black and white editorial shot of him getting his hair did yep. reading a giant the knot <laughs> which is a wedding magazine as if he's like he's getting his hair, his hair is in foils. I as mean, if he's it's getting, in foils, <laughs> it's
0: all, and he's reading the knot.
2: It's so cute, Ryan.
0: Hey guys, sorry I broke the rules, and thanks for indulging in my thirst bucketry. Much
2: love, Ryan Losinger. Oh, I love yelling at people, when they do what we tell them. Yeah, Ryan, you are the best. You're the best. This is going right in the middle. You're simply the best. <laughs> yeah. Dun, dun. Who sings Ryan that? Ryan
0: Losinger. <laughs> That's good. It's um. Tina Turner. Oh, okay. You're
2: simply the best. This reminded me of like Bon Jovi for a second. (laughs) Seems like something Bon Jovi would redo. I'm surprised that they didn't. Sing Ryan Losinger's Tina Turner song again. (laughs) You're simply the best. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan (laughs) Losinger-est. It's kind of like Ryan Seacrest, but it's Ryan Losinger-crest. Ryan (laughs) Losinger-crest. Janet Dobbs. Here's here's damn it Janet Mm -hmm. our new damn it Janet. We got Janet Yellen the Treasury Secretary and now we got damn it Janet Dodds. She sent us a picture postcard no drama and by the way no real information from Janet at all. Okay. Just her beautiful picture and a very very small note. Heart you
0: both and then there's three lips of kissing (laughs) and then Janet Dodds. I've loved you since people's couch then emoji with a face with a tongue coming out and a a
2: wink a wink janet, wow thank you now technically janet has followed all the rules <laughs> there's not a gift here without her photo now the thing is jan if i may we don't know where you're from so while we well, i could recognize her right now if i saw her whole thing. simply the jam <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we don't know where you are from yeah. <laughs>
2: She is Fram, though. She's Framily. We don't know where. I don't know if you're so loopy today. Yeah. Well, I don't know, Janet. I could recognize you at Whole Foods, but if we're doing a live show in Philadelphia, I'm not going to expect you to walk up because we don't know where you live. We're going to need a little more info. So pop onto our website, julianbrandy.com. Pick up one of our shirts. There's four to choose from. And then send us a note. I'll remember once you tell us where you live. Okay. okay. Love you, Janet. Now, ma'am, ma'am. Yes. Last but not least, okay. Okay, uh Arger. She's simply the
0: best. (laughs) Lulu Danzig. (laughs) Lulu Danzig
2: arrest. (laughs) Zig arrested for looking good. Yeah. Listen, she sent us a shocking life update and an updated picture for the drug den, okay? We started way back in like 2017 or 2018. With a tiny picture of Lulu with Cecile Richards, okay? Who used to be the head of Planned Parenthood. I didn't know her from Adam. You immediately were like, is that Cecile Richards? (laughs) And then we added a picture of Lulu on her wedding day with her dude, where they held up our podcast picture with a sign that said, two bug nuts say I do. (laughs) And now the coup de grace, okay? A gorgeous headshot of just Lulu looking better than ever. And a sexy, sexy life update. All right. Uh, J and B. Hi, it's me
0: again. You know how I sent you a picture of me on my wedding day back in late 2019? Well, let's just say I had a corona-induced come to Jesus and finally got the courage to leave his sorry ass.
2: Snap. I snappity mean, snap, wow. snap, snap. The piping hot tea is scalding <laughs> down our chesticles. It's best hotter
0: than all the <laughs> rest. Since I'm single now, I send you one of my thirst bucket
2: online dating
0: photos for uh, the postcard. I
2: mean, you should do a class, Lulu. You need to do a fucking class that is the best, like, fucking Tinder. I don't know what the kids are on, but it's the best. It's got to be one of the best profile pics out there. Yeah, it's good. It's, Real I good. mean, I want to get you to do my headshot. Real good. Real good
0: <laughs> Feel free to burn the old wedding photo of me with my toxic ex. Thanks in advance. The divorce has been the hardest thing I've ever been through And you two have been my source of laughter Through many many tears I can't tell you how much that means If you know any sexy employed Men in Brooklyn Set a bitch up I adore you both and thanks a million for getting me through This horrific year Here's to Forever 21 God,
2: I wish my brother still lived. There. I know. I was just about I'm to so say. I'm so annoyed. Julie's brother used to live in Brooklyn. God damn it! He did have a job. Yes. And um, you must love neck tattoos. <laughs> I love a mechanic, so I know that. Mm-hmm.
0: Also, isn't Danzig the name
2: of well, one of named heavy metal rocker? Of course, of course. And that's why it's such a sick last name. <laughs> Adam Goldman, Dr. Guac's son. Adam Guacamole. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now. He's more of a brisket. He's Dr. Brisket. I mean, yes, he's, you're right. He's well, a mechanic he loves smoking brisket. Briskets. Yeah, you're right. Adam Brisket. He's the mechanic smoker. Uh uh-huh. He might have some friends, some deadbeat friends. I'll ask him. In Brooklyn. But ask him. she's a catch. She's out there. Now, there's no one straight that listens to this, Lulu. But we but we can all put our feelers right. out. There's plenty of Brooklyn right. listeners. And I don't know what the what the scene's like on these on these apps. You know, it's got to be tough living out there. But I will say this. Let us know. Lulu who you want us to cover your ex, your toxic ex's face with because the picture of <laughs> you at your wedding holding a sign that says to bug nuts say I do because I guarantee you at your next wedding when you're in love and not hate marrying someone you're not going to bother with our photo <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and keep that up here we can cover his face with we could do him with meow meow's um, boyfriend Tom Hardy Ooh, we could cover him yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We could do Johnny Depp since he's already here. Think yeah, to good. Johnny, gave yeah. us a life size yeah. cutout yeah. of Jack Sparrow. Ooh, that's good. We could have her marrying actual Jack Sparrow. Ooh, that's in good. the outfit. Yeah, we could cover him with Cecile Richards. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> so She's marrying Cecile Richards. <laughs> Maybe. It's... Oh, should we put her up there with our mutual boyfriend, David Bautista? Yeah, good one. Ooh. Actually, Lulu, we're just gonna make the exact decision <laughs> who we want to look at. <laughs> okay, meow. meow. It's Forever 21. I'm so excited. And we are definitely embarking on our basic bitch health journey. (laughs) Okay? We're not even going to look at our shit like a diet because it's not even that at this point. We're trying to firm up Mm -hmm. and just... Get healthy. we really trying not to get liver disease, if at all possible. <sighs> trying to bring the inflammation down. You R- know what I mean? Get rid of all the fungus and shit. Mm-hmm. and just yeah, clean so it out. It's all just about, you know, you look weird, you're going to be weird, okay? <laughs> we need the insides looking healthy. <laughs> we need the inner glow. Yeah. I don't even know if we would be on the basic bitch journey if it were not for Wild Bar.
0: When we found Wild Bar. Wow. Trans formation okay now the appetite is being curbed the appetite is being helped because each of these bars is soup is filling it's like literally actually like a filling snack and or you could even use it as a meal substitute i
2: feel like it's been more life-changing for me because you will eat healthy things yes and I won't. Mm -hmm. We're all just trying. It's the ketosis. It's the keto. It's the fat burning. It's the keeping, you know, your blood sugar even. All of these things, you're you're trying to avoid the blood sugar spike, the highs and lows of sugar, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. But for me, I'm trying to starve myself. That is my, I don't give a fuck about blood sugar. I don't care. Keto bullshit. What I care about is eating less food. So when I'm doing, I'm doing intermittent fasting, Mm -hmm. I need to try to, push through the last couple hours before I'm gonna eat a meal right. without just ripping open Doritos and eating them. Right. This wild bar. Yes. It's a godsend. Mm-hmm. What's great about the wild bar is that you're getting you savory and
0: sweet. So if you're a person who like loves sweets or you want chocolate or you want candy or whatever, or maybe you want chips or you want nuts, blah blah blah. This is giving you kind of both, which is Amazing
2: because it's got they've got fruit flavor so it's like cherry blueberry pineapple but they're made I think the majority of it is hemp seeds I'm not even sure you look down at it yeah it's seeds and nuts and <laughs> berries and twigs that are all mm-hmm. put together in this bar mm-hmm. when you eat it. It is so filling yeah. and so satisfying. Yep. My jaw gets tired. By the end, I'm like, my jaw's tired of chewing. You think you have a big appetite? You think you want to fucking eat, eat, eat? Yes. When your jaw gets tired, you know it's like you're full. That's like, you That's know what true. I mean? That's true. That's absolutely why people want to rip in, Like you, Mama, you mm-hmm. want to eat bones. You want to rip into steak. I do. And you eat these nuts and fruit, and it's like... You will get full. It's an independently owned, you know, it's like some fucking jujitsu guy, whatever. <laughs> it's not some big company. It's not owned by Nestle. We really appreciate that. I went on the website and I saw that they're like available at Air One. I don't even know if they have them anywhere outside of LA or, I've or, never heard or of like San Francisco. Oh. Like, but you know, you see Jennifer Aniston walking out with like a bag of algae and right. she's like eating it and it costs $350. <laughs> it's like, it is so they are so particular about what they carry they just will not it is it's every single you know everyone in there is like wearing patchouli and like worried about the oh, environment i'll
0: tell you we were it's countdown t-minus to when jennifer aniston is walking out eating a wild bar i'll tell you that right now and if you want to be like jennifer aniston walking out of everyone eating a wild bar then you need to go to wildbar.co wildbar.co put in promo code dumb gay to get free shipping anywhere in the u.s again Go to wildbar.co, put in promo code DUMBGAY to get free shipping anywhere in the U.S. There's a lot of bars out there to choose from, but Wild Bar? Wild Bar is our favorite. All right, now it's time for JoJo and Kiki. Lock the doors, lower the blinds, fire up the smoke machine, and put on your heels. Because I
1: know exactly what we need. JoJo and Kiki. Jojo and Kiki. I'm gonna let you have it. Jojo and Kiki. I wanna have a kiki. Die. Turn. Work. Jojo and Kiki.
2: We are gonna serve. And work and turn. And hunt, 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 honey. This
0: segment is called Jojo and Kiki, and it's supposed to be the first real segment of the podcast about the important work that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are doing in the White House. But due to the fact that all Republicans are twats, we've decided to create an alternative first segment for the times when the news of the week just doesn't belong under the heading JoJo and Kiki. So we're gonna rewind and do it over. All right, now it's time to find out what the Republicans are cock-blocking now.
1: I'm a victim of the... Nine. Stop. Cock. I'm getting sick of all the... Nine. Stop. Black. I'm a victim of the... Stop. Stop.
0: This is our new segment called What the Republicans are cock-blocking now. And this week, they're cock-blocking our stimulus checks and a long overdue nationwide minimum wage increase. So, in a nutshell, they're blocking what they always block. Money for the people! <laughs> they want to hoard all the money and all the power and keep the rest of us poor and powerless. They want to keep people working for pennies, enslaved to their credit card debt, and never able to level up. It's hard to believe, but our hatred for them is worse now than when Trump was there. We hate their stupid fucking
2: guts. So, on Saturday, Nance Pelosi and the House of Representatives passed JoJo and Kiki's sweeping COVID relief bill called the American Rescue Plan or some, some <laughs> yeah, shit. Man. I never, okay. It's a $1.9 trillion bill, which is huge, but who gives a fuck? Republicans don't care about the long-term effects of anything they do, okay? (laughs) Including, but not limited to, climate change, dumping toxic waste, never fixing leaching lead pipes, fracking, separating their state from the national electrical grid and then never (laughs) updating said independent grid for freezing temperatures, using toxic pesticides all over our food and never labeling it or disclosing it, manufacturing severely addicting drugs in order to addict people and then charging them insane prices to buy said drugs and then manufacturing the drug that helps get them unaddicted to the first drug, and then charging them through the roof for that drug, too. Oh, and don't forget blocking universal health care, or even affordable fucking health care, robbing people's 401k accounts and never paying them back, and many, many, many more things, such as. Exactly! And what do they care?
0: Ted Cruz has no problem with the Texas legislature getting free money from the government to bail them out of the mess that they themselves made. COVID isn't our fucking fault. People shouldn't have to go broke and lose their homes because of the stupid pandemic. Oh my God, I can barely talk about... I can't even... I'm so... I, honestly, I don't know how they sleep at night, I don't. The bill allocates money for stimulus checks for Americans who qualify, school systems to help them reopen safely, creating more vaccine centers, monthly tax refunds for people with kids that are a certain age, loans and aid for small businesses struggling during this stupid pandemic and a new federal law raising the
2: minimum wage. <sighs> and here's where the cock blocking stops being polite <laughs> and starts getting real. Okay, the Republicans and Joe Manchin, okay, mm-hmm. let's throw in Joe Manchin, oh, have been throwing salt in the COVID relief bill since the day after JoJo and Kiki were inaugurated. They constantly whined and complained that it was too expensive, and what about the deficit and the debt and fake lies upon fake white supremacy lies? But they always <laughs> came up short when they were asked The simple question, okay, well, if it's too expensive, what would you have Jojo and Kiki take out of the bill? The stimulus checks? The money for schools? They never had an answer that wouldn't cost them their stupid fucking seat at the next congressional election until the minimum wage clause.
0: They love blocking minimum wage. They love it. Republicans have been professionally cock blocking a minimum wage increase for over 20 years. The last time it was raised was 2007, uh, 2007, when it rose from six dollars and fifty five cents to seven dollars and twenty five cents. Before that, they held it to five dollars and fifteen cents for 10 (laughs) fucking years. Again, I ask. How do they sleep at night? How? That is not a livable wage for anyone in any state. The only way to survive on that is to have two or three jobs. It's bullshit. And Jojo and Kiki know that. So they put a provision in the COVID bill raising the federal minimum wage to $15 an hour
2: by 2025. And again, by the way, in 2025, that's also not going to be a livable wage. But for people currently working two and three jobs and making $7 an hour, their income would double and that is fucking amazing but of course not one single republican in the entire house of representatives voted for it 210 republicans voted no on the bill oh And by the way, they voted no, and that's on the whole bill, even though they claimed it was just because of the minimum wage. They voted no on the entire bill. That means they voted no on the stimulus checks. They voted Mm -hmm. no on the schools. Mm -hmm. They voted no on the vaccines. They voted no on it all, okay? And then two garbage Democrats joined them and also voted no. Kurt Schrader of Oregon, we're looking at you, bitch, and Jared Golden of Maine. And I think... Everyone knows by now that I'm about half past give a shit with states like Maine voting down help for the rest of the country when there's twice as many people in the city of LA than the entire state of Maine!
0: (laughs) So even though those two douchebag Democrats voted no, the bill still passed the House, 219 to 212, but here's where it gets confusing. Okay, Because the House is using a budget reconciliation clause to get this bill and one more after it, Through Congress, with just a simple majority, rather than a super majority, they have to use what's called a parliamentarian, not the cigarette, even though that sounds good right now. (laughs) This is like a nonpartisan person who analyzes the legislation and makes sure that all aspects of it pertain to the federal budget. So... In this case, the parliamentarian, who, by the way, did not want the job and said he was getting way too much pressure from both <laughs> sides. Can you even imagine
2: his world right now? He Ult- literally was like, um, this isn't supposed to be like this. I didn't think this was going to be that much responsibility. Oh, like whoever God. was like, oh, I'll do it. I'm an accountant. And then some dumb dick in the house. And then it was like, oh, I he, didn't think this is what I signed yeah, up for. Yeah,
0: you know, he's getting, getting like, death threats and uh, shit, I'm right. sure. Exactly. Ultimately he decided that the minimum wage increase was not directly related to the federal budget and therefore needs to be removed from the COVID relief bill.
2: This is why we ha- we couldn't put it in JoJo and Kiki, because I really can't, I really can't, I really can't. So as of now, the minimum wage increase is dead in the water. Mm. And Biden, unfortunately, has made it clear that he is not going to interfere with the parliamentarian's decision, even though a lot of House Democrats and Senate Democrats want JoJo and Kiki to pull rank and leave it in the bill for the Senate to vote on. The thing is, they only need to tie the Senate literally 50-50 in order for the bill to pass. But the problem, again, is that two piece-of-shit Senate Democrats are getting in on the cock-blocking. Mm. Fake bisexual Arizona <laughs> Jizmonger Kirsten Cinema mm. and West Virginia deliverance puss-puss <laughs> Joe Manchin have made it clear that they will vote no if the minimum wage clause is in the bill. Uh, uh, So that's why Biden uh, uh, is leaving it out. He's just like, you know what? I'm not even going to spend my time convincing these two twat holes. I'm just not
0: going to do it. It's so disappointing. And don't forget. It's these two brown-nosed white supremacists who also joined the Republicans in cock-blocking the filibuster, which ensures that the Democrats in Congress, who again have the majority, will be gridlocked and not be able to pass any important legislation that helps people. The cornerstone of the Republicans in Congress is to keep everything at a stalemate so they keep their jobs and never have to go on record, as cock-blockers and they just sit back and fuck hookers A trips to keg coat
2: exactly and unfortunately the cock blocking doesn't end there the covid bill still has to tie the senate ma'am and it's not looking good even without the minimum wage apparently joe biden has been holding conference calls for the last two days with democratic senators like again puss <laughs> puss mansion and montana senator john tester who um claims to not want to reduce the size of the bill but say they want the money just more targeted, oh my meaning people that they perceive as making too much money should not receive the stimulus check and schools in certain areas and vaccines in certain areas, etc. and so on and go the fuck off white supremacist <laughs> men mansplaining who should get the help and who doesn't deserve it. We applaud Joe Biden as everyone else should for working with people like this and trying to to bring them over to his point of view. He's an amazing politician and he's an amazing man and we're so lucky to have him and we don't deserve him. He really is. But Karma, Karma's a bitch
0: and she's coming for Joe Manchin. (laughs) Okay, now it's time for another meeting in the ladies room. this is our segment called the ladies room and it's just ladies talking ladies' stuff and our guest today is pinnacles pinnacles when it comes to being a lady she's gorgeous she's smart she's funny
2: she's classy And she's rich (laughs) Very rich Very beautiful And very very smart In fact it was her obsession With politics That inspired us To start this podcast Way back in 2016 And since then She's done the show A million times And she is by far Our most popular guest That's
0: right If you're a Bravo fan You'll know her From The Real Housewives Of Miami And Flipping Out With Jeff Lewis And if you're not Then you'll know her From being a legendary Miami socialite And philanthropist Who is not only Very rich But also very 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 generous we love her a lot but we haven't gotten to spend much time with her during the pandemic so we are super excited that she agreed to be on our dumb podcast again so without further ado it's time for a meeting in the ladies room with leah black
3: yeah hi, leah. hi girls it's nice <laughs> seeing you six feet away socially distanced socially
0: distanced
3: <laughs> oh see uh, that's real
0: life. real life all the stars all it's the it's celebrities real life. so the last time you were on the podcast was two months before the election. And we talked about Trump and what shady shit he was going to pull with the mail-in ballots. Did you ever, in your worst nightmares, imagine that he was going to get his MAGA trolls to storm the Capitol?
3: No. And I remember a few months before the election when he was running around before any vote had come in saying the only way we lose is if it's rigged, it's rigged, it's rigged, that's the only way we're going to lose. And I remember Steve Schmidt from the Lincoln Project, who's really brilliant and genius, saying on one of the shows, you know, the last Rubicon that is going to test the patriotism of the Republicans and the real Republicans versus the conspiracy theorists is going to be who's going to follow Trump over this ledge of the election was stolen. (laughs) and it was rigged and so on and he goes I just he was saying that the real question was going to be who would cross that Rubicon and I remember thinking to myself you know I just think only those really crazy ones are going to do it. You know, the the real like legitimate who? ones. Well, you know the ones that are way out there like Ron Johnson and Jim oh, Jordan yeah. and some of the crazies. Uh, but, you know, the Marjorie Taylor's, but you know, I just did not think that the traditional <laughs> Republicans would do it, right? That was like And our, then they did it. That was our next question. Then aren't. they did it. I am flabbergasted. So, not only did they jump on the bandwagon of of that it's not illegitimate and that it was stolen and and then they try to you know coerce the secretaries of states in various states, Georgia and Pennsylvania, Republicans that stood up and said no and more courage than the guys in Congress. They just kept it going, and so I'm, so now I'm like, okay, that's the final straw. It, it's never going to get worse than that. There's nothing worse than they can do than to try <laughs> to overthrow democracy and not certify votes and convince people to lie about the votes and take it from the people and let the Secretary of State and their little panel decide who wins. This is as far as it's going to go. The Republican Party cannot sink any lower. We're down dirty. It's over. We can only go up from here, and then.
0: Oh, I, I'm, I'm constantly amazed. Every time then, I think, every time I think that it's yeah. uh, hit a wall, and then
3: and then, <laughs> I mean, that then, siege,
2: the crunch wrap
0: you
3: siege. You when he kept talking about January 6 and January 6, yep. I was like, you know, he's going to be. They're all going to be very disappointed because these are professionals. They were elected by the people, and they're just going to go in. It's they're it's, it's, it's just ceremoniously going to certify the vote. And I don't think anyone realized the undercurrent of conspiracy crazies and QAnons and 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 just nut jobs that were online you know i think you have to be kind of part of that network to get it because they were all part of it and i remember a while back when somebody said when when the election was first over and one of the i think it was paul ryan came out and said you know trump had his pulse on a, a segment of the population that that we weren't reading we didn't read the population And I was thinking to myself at that time, I was like, no, he didn't have his pulse on it. He's one of them.
2: Yeah. He's one of those people. Well, we've heard over the last year of doing the podcast, like we're all getting two different, whether you're on Facebook or you're watching cable news, we are getting a totally separate news feed than those people. They're on a whole, we do not hear the same thing. No. We've been watching a lot of Fox News since- No, I can't. Since, and it <laughs> I is, can't. it's outrageous, the fear-mongering and the
3: spin. The lies. And, yeah. They know they're lying. Now there's a percentage of them that may not think they're lying because they're just not that smart and they're crazy. And they just want power above everything else. But there's a big part of them that know they're lying. They know that those those votes were legitimately counted.
0: Do you think Sean Hannity, like the main ones, Sean Hannity, care Tucaire yeah, Laura Ingram, Judge Jeanine, those are the main ones. Those Even Maria Bartolomo. Bartolomo. Bar- oh, Bar- yeah. Do they believe Bartolomo? <laughs> Bartolomo. Yeah. I mean, if they can I say. I think
3: they've convinced themselves that the the end justifies the means. They've convinced themselves Mm. we have to take this country and we have to keep it white Christian and we can't let it be progressive and we have to go back to the old days and if we have to lie, cheat, and steal and kill whatever we have to do the end justifies the means and they have convinced themselves they're doing god's work not that any of them are real christians they're all fake christians because mm-hmm. anyone's a real christian will be living by the golden rule and the ten commandments so they're not real christians but they've convinced themselves yeah that that they have to do it they have to save america from who? <laughs> From I guess you you're Jewish. You don't yeah. get to stay. The
2: outsiders
3: <laughs> and gay. I mean Oh, you're definitely am, out. You're
2: done. I am completely
0: <laughs> They say the Jews will not replace them, but they don't know the agenda they don't of, know the, of the Jew <laughs> is to replace <laughs> is to replace them. We Where meet, you,
3: What's your heritage, Brandy? Um basically just British. Well, you kind of get to stay. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're white you're enough. But it was very, very, very poor. You kind of get to stay, yeah. Yeah. you know? But I mean, even, like, Freda's got to go back to Ecuador. She doesn't get to stay. I mean, this is the mentality of yeah. these people. And uh, and you can't wrap your head around it if you live in a cosmopolitan city no. or a big city or ha- work in a big corporation or watch real news or read real newspapers. And if you're into legitimate world news, you can't even wrap your head around what these what these people are trying to do. Well, and I also can't you can't even if you knew the history of this actual country
0: you wouldn't be able to if you, they were people who when they talk with the would take america bag and do do and you need to go back to here and you need to, it's like you need to go back to where you came from yeah nobody here came from <laughs> anywhere yeah
3: what are you talking about they don't even know what they're I know. talking about they don't have a clue and i don't understand where the racism and the anti-semitism and the bigotry i don't even know where that comes from you have to you you aren't born with that. Well, I was
2: going to ask you: Do You're you think that with it. that these people that are because a lot of regular people have been radicalized? Moms, it's a really um, common yeah. among a certain age group of women with young kids yeah. that like to go to the gym. I don't know, yep. fit assholes <laughs> like Marjorie Taylor. Right, they're yeah. they're all like that. Now, do you <laughs> think these people are that are getting sucked in and radicalized, whether it be QAnon or Proud Boys or whatever? Do you think they're stupid or are they just hateful?
3: Or I both? think. Number one, I think they all have a mean streak. I think they, from a lot of them, are rotten to the core, and they put on that pretense of being, you know, sweet and friendly and baking cakes for the cakes at the school and, you know, carpooling. But underneath it, they've got a mean streak. And I think that this is what they want. They, but this is what they want. So they choose to believe it. And they've convinced themselves that it's true. Because this is the America that they want. I remember one time when uh, somebody said to one of the, I can't think of her name, she was was a congressman at one time and they said to her, well, you know, what do you think about something about Trump or whatever? And she said, oh, I think this is our last chance. And I thought to myself, what does she mean this is our last chance? Mm. Well, now it's crystal clear. This was our last chance to grab on to the Confederate flag, yeah, the white supremacy, you know, and the they're supremacy, all, supremacy. They're and, so scared uh, of their
2: their their power being taken or yeah, their supremacy. Their la- being And toppled. this is
3: what she meant by it. This was their last chance to save America, and that's what they're all enrolled in. they're they think they're up to something bigger than themselves. They think this is like God's work, and it's a mission bigger than themselves. And any sacrifice they have to make is for the better good. This is what they've convinced themselves of, and it's scary. I it's mean, scary, it's scary. It's scary. You know, you watch Jim. Jones and you can't wrap your head around it, you know, when they all drank the Kool-Aid. Mm. You just couldn't wrap your head around mm-hmm. it. And the same thing with the one in uh, Texas, you know, where they had that. Waco. Waco, Texas. And, you know, where they unfortunately how that ended. But and you couldn't wrap your head around that. But this is bigger than all of that. It's and everywhere, that what's too. What's happened, too, is it's consolidated. You've got all the misfit groups have come together for the common greater good cause. Mm. And Trump's the leader. And so what do you think the
2: Republican Party is going to do because a lot of those groups are anti-government to begin with. Which is what's so weird. It's great. Like that's all Steve Bannon from the very first week of Trump Julie was saying I was like that's the problem with Steve Bannon was that he's anti-government parading as you know Republican or whatever and now and that's they're going to take all these people but they are, they've taken over the party, right?
3: Well, that is the problem, because somebody else said it best the other day, it might have been Rick Wilson or one of those people far smarter than me, but people that really are embedded in politics, have been in their whole life and they know They've come to the, the, the rational, real Republican party, even though we don't always agree, they always had civil debate and they've come to the conclusion, basically, that they can't save these people from themselves. So they're at a crossroads, Roads. One of them, Bill Kristol said the other day, that he was on a think tank with 100 real Republicans, traditional Republicans, and they were all like, what can we do? And then they had this set that said we need to break away and make our own party, and that they concluded, well, that's going to be long and decades to do. And then there was another one that, you know, they just had all these various ideas, and he said, you know, I threw my hat in the ring to say I think for now we have to join Biden and support the Democrats. That's our only way out of this, and I think it is. They have to become tradition. They don't have to agree with them, but they've got to join the Democrats and everyone everybody but these crazies have to stick together and that's why as much as I love the left-wing agenda and I do I just think right now we all have to compromise, compromise and have, be moderate you know moderate to the left and not take advantage of the opportunity the Democrats are in control right because we need those Republicans and it's not fair to them what's happened to their party either so we all have to work together well they did they did it to themselves with Trump they, they did. did it to themselves that, that so, segment of the group did but but well they all suck yeah. to stick the whole time no like, the ones know. in office did but right the, but the ones outside of office. okay that's right The you regular know, people yeah, it's not fair but they, they did vote, vote for Trump but, out. In a, but I would all I would I would I would agree
0: and and disagree a little. Little being that, like, even with Stuart Stevens, who yeah. said in that book where it was starting the Republican Party was a lie, even back in Nixon, yeah. even B- Barry yeah. Goldwater, yeah. that we they were already starting the wheels of white supremacy then. Yeah, so these guys who bought that Kool Aid yeah. and want to talk about no government and smaller government, blah 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 blah, blah they were part of
3: it, they were, they were, they were the foundation. Part of but it. what happened, like, in anything else. They got into the group that just went too far. Right. You know, I wouldn't even agree with a Republican party that doesn't believe in gay rights and doesn't believe in immigration. I don't believe in that, but I can see their logic and they have the right to believe that as long as they decide it's a democracy. The majority of the people want the immigrants, the majority of people want gay rights, so we're going to respect that. Yeah, that's what that Michael Steele said and about abortion. Right. Right. But what happened is they lost control of that by keeping succumbing to this other group because they they thought they need the energy and they need the power and they need the votes. And so they were willing to roll over. They should have cut Donald Trump off. Back at the primary. Yes. They should have said reveal your taxes or you're out. That was an easy out for them. Then they had the impeachment. That was the second ramp they could have gotten off on when they had the first impeachment. Yep. Then they had the second impeachment. They could have gotten off the ramp then. But no, now they've convinced themselves, they're spinning this story that it wasn't even really a surrection. It was just a few happy campers that went there to <laughs> protest with their, you know, MAGA hats and their, you know, those weren't even MAGA black.
0: people. Those were Antifa. those were pretend yeah, Trump. Were pretending reporters. to be
3: Trump supporters they were and they just got carried away in the moment <laughs> right. and they they now that's the story that they're that's the weave that we have web that they're weaving and they just they've had so many opportunities to cut the snake off that they had and they just can't do it because power is more important yep. to them than anything else and they're going to lose it all they're going to lose it all right. and and by the way they're going to take a lot of a lot of america down with them yeah, because the economy, I mean, look at the COVID thing, just the denial of science and COVID alone <laughs> changed the economy. We're having to bail that out now. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, if you go back to that, you know, if you remember, that was political. Jared Kushner convinced Trump that we were bailing out the blue states because right. California, New York had the COVID. Well, now the blue states are bailing out the red states. In fact, the blue <laughs> states are bailing out the entire U.S. economy right now. Mm. We don't hear anything about that. They're so hungry for power. You know, it reminds me of the Housewives. They get on that show for one season, and they get so addicted to that fame and that camera and that attention, they just can't let it go.
2: That's what I said last week. I said, Watching them fight the both sides of the Republican yeah. Party is like watching a Housewives reunion. It's toxic, yeah. but I love it. And I it's like, <laughs> you know they're all going to be fired eventually, and they can't take it, and you're watching people go down in flames, and it's like not good for the psyche, but I'm enjoying every second of it because whichever side wins, they both suck. It's the regular rotted Republicans that voted against the
3: minimum wage and have voted against the COVID bill. And the $1,400, you know, that's the other thing. This is gonna come back to haunt them. It has to, because America wants a minimum wage that you can live on, and they want that $1,400, and they want to have access to and vaccines.
2: And it was the regular shitty Republicans who tanked Texas. Yeah, that was the old guard that did that. We don't want regulation, we don't want this, blah, blah, blah. So I'm just like, whoever wins, y'all suck except the ones who've jumped ship, and you can tell. And, right, well, even you know like I mean? the Liz
0: Cheneys or whatever, or the Megan McCain's when they're on talking about, like, I'm still a conservative and I'm still a Republican, and I think to myself, why? Yeah, why? What, is it, why? what, what, what are you holding on to? What are you holding on to? And the final right. example of all of it being Texas, of yeah. the, it's so deregulated that yeah. you fucked your entire <laughs> state, and but you're still
3: standing beside being a conservative. And by the way, if you notice, all of the things that they decide to do, cost 10 times more to clean up the mess than if they just did it right in the first place climate change is the next one how many trillions and trillions and trillions have we spent on forest fires and earthquakes and and i think part of the earthquake thing is you're sucking so much oil out of the land it shifts Mm. you know and 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 the fossil fuels. We're cleaning up the climate mess. We're cleaning up the COVID mess. Now we're cleaning up the Texas mess. The, who doesn't even want to be part of the federal government. Right. But they're going to take the federal money they to sure clean up will. their mess. They don't want any regulation, they but they want, want that regulation, money. You know, and, and then Rick Perry on and there. And was in Texas, you know, like, too. Just well, so. like, this is the AOC's problem. She created this. What are you talking about?
0: Oh, the invocation of AOC of every single I know. problem. I know. It, it's, it's...
3: They're threatened by her.
0: Uh, clearly. I mean, literally, like... But
3: you know what they're doing? And there's this is what Republicans are good at. They play the long game. They want to grab the power. Yes. But they're starting to chisel away at her now like they did at Hillary Clinton. So 30 years later, when she becomes a power broker or leader of the House, whatever it is, or wants to run for president, they've destroyed her to the point where she can't. They're already starting. They started on the judges 30 years ago, getting all these conservative judges. They started on gerrymandering 30 years ago. They're they're thinking how to get dominance because Mm -hmm. they know they can't get it in a real democracy because they're not a to, they're part of the minority. Right. Yep. They're not part of the minority. That, that would get awful. me
2: di- more addicted to drugs just during that. <laughs> it's it's awful. terrible. I it's disgusting. know. disgusting.
3: And the Democrats, you know, they're over there wanting to, you know, kumbaya, have a joint, <laughs> let's yep. relax, chill out, it's going to work out. You were
2: always a huge Biden fan. We were with you all through the primaries. We went to try to lurk on a Pete Buttigieg fundraiser <laughs> Why? At, at Ryan Murphy's house with you, but you were always Biden. I was always
3: a Biden person, now, always.
2: you threw a fundraiser for Biden back in the day, right, with the, tell the RJ story. The, the 14 so listeners the must know this. the first big
3: fundraiser that I had re- that had anything to do with Biden was the year he was running and Obama was running. So I had the biggest fundraiser Obama I think probably ever had, and I had it at my house in the ballroom. When he was a senator, nobody even knew who he was. I was calling to get people to come and donate, and they're like, this guy's not going anywhere. Who is he? Where is he from? I had the biggest, hugest fundraiser there you've ever seen in my house, and I had another rally where we were busing people all from all over town to go to an outdoor rally he was having on another part of town, and we raised tons of money that day, like, oh, dollars $600,000 between the two. Meanwhile, I tried to get the photographer to come and take pictures from the Herald, I'll, I'll leave his name out, and he said, I, you know, my fee, Leah, I charge so much a day. I'm like, you've got to come do this. It's a fundraiser, it's for the greater good. I talked him out of giving up his fee. He didn't want to do it. I said, I'll tell you what, if within a year from now, you haven't sold enough pictures online to pay your fee for the day, then I'll pay it out of my own money he made like $30,000 on pictures because the minute that Obama was elected, everybody went online and bought their picture with him. And I had made sure he took every single picture of every single person there. Even Obama said, at this rate, I'm gonna take a picture with every single person here. I'm like, you finally caught on. <laughs> you got it, that's the plan. And so then, so he ran. But along that time, when Biden came to my house for a fundraiser, he said, do you think I have a chance, you know, to win pre- the presidency? And I said, no, but I think you'll be vice president. And he I think he had to literally sit down <laughs> yeah. uh, and I said, No, but I think you'll be vice president. And he gave me this look like you know, like it dawned on him that, that maybe she's right. That was the look that I that I interpreted anyway. And so I was a fan of his all along. So while he another then another time I had a fundraiser for him, he came to the house and I'd picked up RJ from school at eleven for him to talk at eleven thirty. So he used to talk at 11.30, he's so running late, and then RJ didn't wanna go back to school. So he goes in there, and in the dining room, Biden's in there by himself with one other person, and I think our staff, and I, they were all getting pictures with him, he's lovely. And RJ goes, you know, I'd really like to stay home from school today and hear your speech, and but you know, running late, my mom wants, I have to go back to my class. Biden sat there and wrote out in hand an entire two or three paragraphs. I need RJ to be here to help me with my speech. (laughs) Mrs. Matthews, I hope you'll give him an excuse today. I hope that this won't affect his grade. I'm married to a school teacher. I understand the importance of education. (laughs) This is like a whole page, a handwritten page that he wrote to the teacher so RJ didn't have to go back to school that day. So you loved him all All through the primaries.
2: What do you think of this first month? Like, what are your thoughts?
3: Well... Let me go on a little step further. The reason I was so for Biden this time around, and you know I loved a lot of them. Pete was my second favorite because I just thought it was so great what he was doing for the community. But the real reason I wanted him to win is the same reason Trump tried to take him out with Ukraine. I knew, in my mind anyway, it was gonna take a white man with gray hair to bring on those red states. I'm sorry. I love Elizabeth Warren. She was never going to win those red states. I love Pete Buttigieg. So Biden was my pick really for the right reason and that he was the most qualified, but for the wrong reason and that I knew he was a white man that believed in God, had gray hair, and that those people that are so conservative in those red states which i grew up in one of them and i live in one now in florida that they would go for him and that's why trump to his credit was smart enough to see that and he tried to take him out with the ukraine thing yeah so that's why i was really behind him because i thought he was the most winnable candidate and the most qualified. So I think that he's surpassed everyone's expectations on the COVID vaccine. I think he's surpassed everyone's expectations on just his mannerisms, his bringing people together, his civility, his how smart he is. Remember, they tried to play him up as sleepy, dumb Joe. Yeah. And now there's no one that can say he's sleepy, and there's no one that can say that he doesn't have a command of every single issue. Oh, got go so You go to a town experience. hall and you ask a question, and you're going to get. You're not going to get the Wiki, you know the Reader's digest version you're going to get you know the whole thing if you want it and if not stay afterwards and i'll give it to you and if not go to my website and i'll give it to you and if not my team's going to call you yeah he knows everything about everything yeah. and his experience between being in the senate and being vice president and traveling all over the world and having the respective world leaders he is the right person for the, in this time. He, he there's. I don't no think there's ever
0: been better. someone more qualified. I don't, know, I don't either. I can't think of anyone. I think Hillary
3: would have been the second most qualified candidate we've ever had.
0: She just wouldn't have been able to bring people together the no. way he does. She's he's he's,
3: he's yeah. his,
0: his, just his yeah. personality is just well, so. Well, anybody
3: that doesn't like him tells you more about them than him. Agreed. Yeah, and by the way, apparently Trump's speech today is going to be trashing him as having of the course. worst first month of any president. Of so he's not going to acknowledge that you know we've got COVID under control, that we've got a plan for the economy, that we've reached out to all the world leaders, and and gone and they now think that we're not crazy anymore. They're not going to read. They're not going to notice. Uh, he's not going to point out the brilliance of the cabinet and the professionalism, the experience, and the ready on day one of the cabinet choices. None of that is they're, That's all they're trashing it all. Of course. They want power. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We haven't gotten to talk to you since Georgia. So we were all waiting, waiting, waiting. Are we going to get control of the Senate? And I wouldn't say (laughs) control might be a a dicey word with the Joe Mansions. And so, So, you know,
3: I was one of the few people, and you can ask Scott and Roy's office and people in my office and Jason. I was one of the few people. mm -hmm. I thought we were going to win it because we had the momentum. I'm gonna send T- uh, Stacy Abrams a crown. I'm gonna to go to get a big crown. When I get home, I know right where to go because of course I have one for myself, but I'm gonna go get her a big crown. I'm gonna find an address, I'm gonna send it to her. is the queen of all queens. I really did think we could win because they had two great candidates against two horrible candidates. And also they had done the groundwork for 10 years. Where the problem came in, well, no, where the solution came in is when Trump went off on Crazy Land. That is really the tipping point. If he not had not have gone onto Crazy Land, we could have lost. But he went into Crazy Land. And we yeah. went into crazy land and started trashing the candidates because of this and that and the other and promoting himself instead of the candidates and all that and dividing the party. And so
2: the Senate is 50-50, though. So right. we don't really have control.
3: No. And what it means to take
2: control is to send in Kamala Harris because we got Joe Manchin and like Kirsten Sinema and people that oh, are- Oh, they're just
3: loving their power, aren't they? They're, they're just loving it. Loving they're, it. Loving they're the it. new Susan oh, Collins and they can all just right. go fuck off. They just but, <laughs> love their power. But the thing
2: is, is that Biden isn't sending in Kamala Harris. They're sort of doing a hands-off right. thing with the Senate. So what do you think of how they're handling Congress?
3: I think that right now they're making progress and and, and they're not shoving it down the Republicans' throats. And I think that it's a, an incremental progress is the long game. If you start shoving it down the Republicans' throats now, they've already got a mess on their hands with this group over here that they're dealing with. And they need stability and they need to feel that they're being heard. And I just don't think you can shut them out. And and I don't think all their ideas are bad. I don't agree with ninety nine point nine percent, but they have a right to have a say. They're elected officials. The the conspiracy group of them have no rights to anything. So he's gotta take care of those moderates. He's gotta do the right thing by the Romneys and the you know. Well of course he's Romney, got of course. To. But I mean, even the Susan Collins and the Murkowski's—I can't stand Susan Collins. But you know, she voted for Kavanaugh for God's sake. But, I mean, you, you left know, her a mean message. She didn't did she? vote, but she yeah. did vote to impeach. So anyone that stood up against Trump on that impeachment, he has a responsibility to to at least have them feel like they're being heard.
0: Why is it that the Republicans who constantly Make fun of Democrats for being snowflakes. And yeah. talk about shoving things. Mitch McConnell would shove his yeah. balls and dick yeah. down the entire yeah. Democrats. So oh, he's would, continued they, to he do it. The,
3: he he's Chuck continued Schumer, to do it. He would do the filibuster right now. Yeah. Of course. They don't, a, don't they, they, they don't care wor- about anything but yeah. themselves.
2: But yeah. we constantly we, know, have to worry about them. I, know.
3: I agree with you. Uh, it's not fair. but
2: But you still think it's the right move.
3: I just think for Joe Biden running on that we're going to try to bring people together. He's got to give them a chance to come on board. It's only been a month. If they don't come on board and they don't get with the program, my prediction is that he will strong arm it. But yeah. I don't think he's going to start there. Well, Jen Psaki okay. says
2: every day, it's it, we can't go too big when there. we're not going to go. It's, it's only going too small. No, they're going to listen go there in
3: a nice way. They're going to put their foot down. But you know what? Here's what they have done. They've been smart about it. They have bipartisan support. They have 70% of the American people behind them. That is bipartisan, you don't have to have that doofuses in Congress behind you to be bipartisan, they're obstructionist right now. So the American people are on Joe Biden's side. So he's gone directly to the people and that's very smart. And he's, I think is counting on, if I get COVID under relief, if I put money in people's pockets, if I get the economy to bounce back, if I can get these minimum wage, the people are gonna see what we're doing and they're gonna lean on their own leaders. And that's what he's trying to do. If it gets down to the point where they just won't let him do it and the people are still on his side, then I think he'll strong arm him. If he loses the people and it's like, you know, he's 40% or something, I don't think he'll strong, strong arm him. He won't have the power to. What do you
2: think, since we're, we were on Mitch McConnell, what do you think people like him are going to do
3: do you think they're gonna
2: he's been going back and forth the whole time anyways he's but, gonna
3: do whatever he thinks he has to do to be uh, the majority leader in the Senate and if it means getting loving behind Trump, Trump and kissing Trump he'll kiss him okay if it means turning on him we will turn on him if it means having it both ways we'll have it both ways if it mean he's all he care only thing Mitch McConnell cares about is being the majority leader of the Senate and, and so
2: and do you think that it is gonna become about it's gonna become Trump's party
3: No, I think that's short term. I don't think it's sustainable. I think a ton of these people are going to get thrown in jail. Then there's going to be the Dominion trial that's going to expose that it was he did not win. That's going to expose them when they start doing depositions and putting witnesses under testimony. And when people like Rudy Giuliani start getting indicted and people, and I'm not saying like that whole conspiracy group. If I had to guess, it's like probably 30% of the Republican Party. A lot of those people are either going to wind up in jail, indicted in a in a psychiatric ward, or just you know like fall aside. So now you're going to have like 60 percent of the party that's going to have to say, you know, do we want to believe this or do we want to move on? I don't see it sustain. I don't see it as sustainable. But what Trump is doing right now, in my opinion, he's building this militia because he they came to his rescue with, in his mind. They came to his rescue at this to certify the vote. And now when he gets indicted, if he gets indicted and they try to put him in jail, he's gonna they're gonna rush over there to his defense again and start a civil war. Nothing would make him happier than a civil war.
2: Why didn't he um pardon himself? Or his maybe family. he did.
3: We don't know. Oh we don't he, he could, could have pardoned himself, had it notarized and have it in a drawer somewhere. Now that's a hot take. Uh, that's a hot know. take. Oh,
2: We've never thought about that not no, once.
3: No. Yeah. You don't have to make the par- par- pardon public. The only time he'll ever have to come public if it he gets indicted.
2: So he could have pardoned his whole family too. Yeah,
3: he could have. And then when they get indicted, they can pull out the paper.
2: Oh, good lord! Well, that's that is. I'm I'm excited about the hot take at the very least. Do you think there's a scenario where they they normalize QAnon and conspiracy theories? I mean, they've been embracing Alex Jones like for
3: years. There's a certain percentage of the people that that are like, you know, like you have drug addicts and you have, you know, yes, uh, you know, gambling, <laughs> gambling addicts and you have yes. alcoholics. You know, there are people mm-hmm. that are addictive yes. personalities. There's a certain amount of people that are addicted to that, and they're gonna they're they're lost causes. And you know, there was a, there were they had an interview with in some of them the other day. One of them said, "My mother, I only got out of that cult because my mother didn't give up believing in me." five years it took her five years of therapy to, uh, to deprogram all of this stuff that tells you the mental health of a lot of people but you see this is my theory on why the Republicans like to keep them poor if they're doing well and they have good jobs and they own a house and a car and they have a job and a reputation they have too much to lose to be that crazy but if they have nothing then why not they have nothing to lose. Oh, the yeah. more
2: m- money you get, the more personal power you have. You can be self, self-actualized. self right. You can have your own opinions. You can be involved. And it doesn't matter as much
0: what someone else is doing. This yeah. person isn't taking my job. These people yeah. aren't a scapegoat. The Jews yeah. aren't trying to replace <laughs> right. us. It doesn't matter about immigration because I have a house and a family and yeah. I have and money I'm and I, I, I pay my bills. I'm not worried about and anybody else. And by the else.
3: way, when yeah. you're living a good life, you want to see other people live a good life. Right. When you're miserable, misery loves company. That's and they true. just like And so a lot of these people are like, let's keep them down and dirty poor. Let's keep them dependent and then we can control them.
2: Well, Well, tell our 14 listeners mm -hmm. where to find you on the socials. (laughs) Leah Black
3: Miami. Leah Black Miami on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and all of it.
2: And where can they check out the skincare?
3: LeahBlack.com. Oh, LeahBlack.com.
2: L-E-A-B-L-A-C-K. Now, do you have your socials on LeahBlack.com? Like links? Or yeah, it's no? all on there. Oh, yeah. Just go to LeahBlack.com. Go to
3: Twitter because I will curate all the the political gossip for you. I'm right. on Twitter all day. Every that's day. right. I can't take it anymore.
0: Well, we're gonna go right on and we're going to get um our skincare, which has never been my skin has never been more <laughs> soft and supple from using Leah Black products. And you guys should do it too. Thanks for coming on. We had fun. We did have fun. Love
3: you. I'm more depressed than I was. Yeah, exactly.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now it's time for So There's That. Alright, so this is the part of the show where Julie has to find a so there's that moment that's happening because of or in spite of the diarrhea toilet Republicans (laughs) and the ignorant Facebook Fox News army that follows them. And I'm well aware that I've been recycling the same intro to this segment for over three months now. And it's not just because I'm too lazy and hungover to write a new one, although that is a huge part of it. (laughs) The main reason I keep recycling it is because it's true. Republicans, Facebook, and Fox News are literally ruining the entire world. And if you think that's an overstatement, just remember that the Koch brothers are American grotesque Republicans who used Facebook to cause Brexit. America is filled to the brim with corrupt corporate cocksuckers from Jerry Falwell Jr. to Dick Cheney. They're sociopaths who amassed their fortunes by exploiting the bureaucratic barf bag of the United <laughs> States government, which in turn gave birth to to 70 million broke, paranoid assholes who mistrust the government so much that they stormed the Capitol in the name of ridiculous conspiracy theories. The entire situation is depressing and unfucking believable. And the fact that Julie has to dive headfirst into this shit pool every week and come out with an inspirational story to make us all feel hopeful is just beyond words at this point. <laughs> She hates doing it, so we compromise. And that means I recycle the intro and she (laughs) half-asses the stories. Right, Mamam? That is correct. It's true. It's hard. It's hard. And it's not getting any easier, even with JoJo and Kiki. And that's why the segment gets worse and worse. It's awful. I'm so sorry. Every week. It's just terrible. I do the same intro. However...
0: We do find those lights in the tunnels. We do, because it's simply the best. Yes. Now, <laughs> let me just it's say this. So these there's th- that. <laughs> so there's that arrest. <laughs> so here's three words for you The Equality Act. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Now. What's for dinner? <laughs> well, I just want to dive headfirst into the Equality Act because this is actually very good news it's mixed bag. i mean it's a mixed yeah, bag I mean, like everything been else it hasn't <laughs> passed and whatever but we're talking about it and blah, blah, blah. the house passed the new equality act which you know is great and it's, they had already passed awesome. it i thought it's been okay. but it got it's been done yeah, past the senate times. rejected it of course while yeah. mitch mcconnell was in the the leader and now they're going to go back and they're going to try and do it again now for those of you who don't know and for those of you who do yes the equality act was passed in 1964 Originally and it was called the Civil Rights Act And there have been people fighting ever since To expand the rights that were granted In that bill The new Equality Act adds the following It bans discrimination based on Gender identity and sexual orientation It would make it so a person cannot be Fired from a job because of their sexual Orientation I hate that phrase sexual orientation It's like you're going to an orientation Like your freshman orientation but it's sexual
2: I don't um, mind it but I do mind the fact that that's not already in the bill. It's it's literally the whole it's thing. I just it should
0: be called the "Let's stop making these people scapegoats." Yeah, bills. it should
2: be called common sense. Yeah, don't be so a dick ass dumb, douche fuck so bill. Stupid. Oh, if you're, just... it should be called if you're still firing people for being gay, kill yourself. Yeah, fire exactly. Bill,
0: uh, you can't be denied service at a hair salon because a person is transgender. I mean, this is how specific they have to get because this is how disgusting people are. Oh, my God. And a same-sex couple can't be denied housing or put below opposite sex couples when applying for an apartment. It's amazing how specific it has to get because religious people are such hateful cunts. Now, the backlash coming from this Equality Act is coming specifically from conservative Republicans who are also religious. The bill makes it acceptable for transgender student athletes to compete in the sport and the gender of which they identify. And the trans hold transgender thing for these people is very hard to swallow and they're having a very hard time and they can't seem to even approach the issue with one semblance of compassion or understanding or even the uh, or even the humility to say that they're just ignorant about it and want to learn. They can't even nope. do that. They have to walk into it with a hateful pyre. They're, they're coming in hot. They're coming, coming in, in hot, hot and hateful and ready they're to burn you and ready to burn you right or wrong. No one has figured out a way to discuss, debate, or question this entire thing without coming off as transphobic, hateful, and repulsive. Why? Because, because of religion. Oh. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And I would suggest if you want to have a thoughtful, empathetic, and real discussion, you have to remove religion entirely. And you have to go deep into your own ignorance and fear and and have an honest and earnest desire to understand I'm not going to get too deep in these landmines, but I will say, no matter what you believe about transgender people, at the end of the day, every human being deserves protections. No one, and I don't care what you identify as, should be scapegoated or used as some sort of religious coward flag to hide behind because you don't want a gay or transgender person living in your apartment building. And everyone deserves to go to a salon, if they choose, and I don't care what your religion is, no, you don't have the right to refuse them. If you want to live in a religious bubble with only heterosexual people around, go build a commune, enjoy your child brides, rape, and religion. But that's okay, right? Child brides are okay, rape's fine, communes are fine, as long as there's not a transgender person around, apparently all that other shit is okay. Right? Apparently. The Equality Act is a sweeping bill that is really trying to protect the rights of LGBTQ people, and I for one am here for it. I am sick of LGBTQ people constantly being used as the last bastion of opinion politics. I find it absolutely astounding that we're still talking about this and that people literally can look you straight (laughs) in the face and go, I am against equality and act as if their rights are being infringed on. It is absurd. If you listen to the people, these representatives who gave their speeches, they literally feel persecuted by the Equality
2: Act, okay? They think their rights are being taken away. White grievance, white grievance, <laughs> oh my white God. grievance. It's so fucking tired.
0: It is next level. It's simply not the best. <laughs> simply next level. So as the house representatives gave gave their speeches and again, just to just so that I can sum up for you, the equality act, the backlashes, the transgender shit, it's gay shit and it's women shit, and they all use religion and say that their religious freedom is being infringed on in addition to the rights of women and girls that they're going to be violated. It is Despicable, disgusting, and ridiculous, and I'm I, I just don't even have the words for it anymore. Now, on the other side with the Democrats, there's you know, there's your impassioned speeches, there's like everyone deserves the right to be that all of that stuff. And you know, I think that I'm particularly so desensitized even to all that that I'm not even moved by any of it anymore. No.
2: It it is definitely something to note when a speech gets ya. Yeah, like you yeah really, you know. be it is something to you better be bringing the pain know. don't bring the nineties technology don't bring
0: no we have got to let's fly 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 above uh the persecution victim speeches and fly fly directly into the fuck you it's
2: and let's call it's you on fu- your shit. And let's call Click you on the your keys shit. keys and Google me. <laughs> yes. Money can't buy you class, okay?
0: Exactly. <laughs> so in the midst of everyone's bullshit, religious hypocrisy, which is obviously the worst, and the fucking victimhood, and everybody's persecution, and blah, 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 and, ble- and everyone at this point, and I mean every single person, you would think and this country is being persecuted beyond the extent of the fuck motherfucking law everyone's fucking rights are being taken away from their guns to their religion to the, to people's actual rights being ta- i mean it's it's we're at a point where it's the 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 the, the, the rights frenzy is out of control right. but this angel stood out and i when i tell you i've watched this 5000 times yep. it brought a tear it also brought that I know when I played sports, when I played soccer, there would have to be a feeling that would come over me and it was like the it was like a feeling of killing. It, it was, was a like when of you killing. said
2: we you turned into a growler lesbian superhero when we got too stoned yes, at one like that, too. And you need to just fight through the feeling yeah. and get me out of there. That is correct. It's like when um when you lift the
3: car off the baby. <laughs> yes.
2: That's that
0: feeling. Yeah. And it's a physical Yep. I don't know how
2: else to describe it, but it's real. The speech gives you the feels of like, now that, that is empowering right there. Empowering. Calling these motherfuckers on their shit.
0: Yes. Empowering. I felt empowered. And you know what I did with my power? Drugs. Ate food. (laughs) Yeah. So here is, I'm going to play this for you and I'm going to leave it at this. But this, this is, this is, this is the shit. I'm still
1: our rise, Mr. Speaker. You used God to enslave my foreparents. You used God to segregate me in school.
0: Oh, I love what he does that. You used
1: God to put me in the back of the bus. Mm-hmm. Have you no shame? God created every person in this room. Are you saying that God made a mistake? This is not about God, it's about men who choose to discriminate against other people because they have the power to do so.
0: Work.
2: Haloop.
1: <laughs> Bloop. My record will not show
2: mm. <laughs> that I
1: voted against. Smooth.
2: Just smooth. Mr.
1: Cicilline having his rights.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: My record will show that when I had the opportunity to deliver liberty. time is expired.
2: Gentlemen's time is expired. I'm staring at a mug of Ruth Bader Ginsburg in a double flip off <laughs> while listening to that. I couldn't recommend it more. To anyone who wants to re-listen to it and Google a picture of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, (laughs) the cartoon of her (laughs) doing a double flip-off while he does the speech. His
0: name is Representative Al Green, and he's from Texas, so there's that.
2: So that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Pandemic Politics. Thank you guys for listening to our stupid podcast. We love and appreciate all 14 of you so much. If you're new here and you like us, but you'd rather not hear about politics. First, I want to say thank you for making it all the way to this point. (laughs) But also, please consider checking out our Patreon podcast. Our Patreon podcasts are completely different than this one. There's no politics, no ads, no structure at all. No editing, no rules, and best of all, no pressure for you to join the Patreon. Now, let me just repeat that. For the reviewer who likes what we have to say but doesn't appreciate the endless sales pitch, there are no ads on our Patreon podcast. But unfortunately, that one isn't free. I know, but it's only a dollar. You get one podcast a week
0: for $1 and two podcasts a week for $2. And when you sign up, you will immediately get access to our huge back catalog, which has hundreds of hours of stupid, stress-free, ad-free podcasts. COVID free simply the best <laughs> so never, ever, ever going to stop. Plus you get the philanthropic satisfaction of knowing that with one single dollar, you are contributing to what has become basically our sole source of income during this pandemic.
2: Correct. But if being pressured to help us pay our bills out of the kindness of your heart, isn't working, then go to patreon.com slash dumb politics and listen to a free one. We have a free podcast there and you can see if you like it. All you have to do to find the free podcast is scroll down the locked podcast. They're all just in this long line. You just scroll, scroll, scroll until you get to September. And then you look for the episode called Windows Up Sing Time. And it'll say free podcast in parentheses. And then all you have to do is just press play. You can listen to the whole hour right there from your phone or computer or iPad or whatever. And you don't have to download anything or sign up for anything or commit to anything. No, you don't have to do anything, in
0: fact. We know we tell you this every time, but if you do decide to sign up, navigating the DGP Patreon community and listening to the podcast is super easy. You can always just go to patreon.com slash and it's all right there. Or you can download the free Patreon app and listen on that. Or if you don't want to deal with all that, you can easily import our Patreon podcast feed into iTunes or whatever podcast player you use. And then it'll just automatically show up there next to whatever podcast you subscribe subscribe to. If you're curious at all, you should go and listen to the free one. You really should. You have nothing to lose. You literally have nothing
2: to lose. Do nothing it. to lose but your valuable time. And as always, <laughs> it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly, it's been gay and it's been dumb. And simply the best <laughs> da,
0: da, da. Leah Black's All Around Star.
1: Well, you got caught with a flat, world. how about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania from transsexual Transylvania, Head <laughs> I'm just a sweet transvestite, transvestite. From transsexual Transylvania, <laughs> So, come up to the left.